0: welcome everybody to the brand new episode of back on tangent the podcast that likes to podcast in your ears today joining me is the man the myth the one the only blake how you doing today blake uh, i'm doing pretty well thank you man I'm, I'm excited to be here it's my first episode and um you know we just we're talking about kong godzilla i'm really excited because i've been looking forward to this movie of course, Blake. I too also have also been looking forward to this film, and um, I was I, ever since their announcement that they were doing a crossover. I was I was excited because this was an opportunity to kind of update what was a very old film at this point. It's from the nineteen sixty six or sixty seven, and you know, with today's special effects, there's a lot they can do with this, and um, I think that shows through in a lot of this film. Yes, Blake, I agree, Blake. Um, I think that this film was a great update to the 1960s classic, and it kind of lives up to everything a monster film should. Well, Blake, that's great. I- I'm really happy to hear that. And um, but you know what? This, is already been a- this episode's already going great. So just general thoughts. I, I-, I gather that you enjoyed this film then. You had a good time. <laughs> yeah, man, no, I had a-, a really, really good time with this. It. I don't think it's any better or any worse than either of the two Godzilla films when it comes to the human characters and that's both a critique and a compliment because those films really struggle with their human characters they don't really have any personalities or charm or charisma or anything about them that makes them interesting I mean half the people they introduce never come back anyways and even in the King Kong um, movie Skull Island like Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston who are two very good actors you never see them again they're not coming back even though they're a wonderful addition to the cast yeah I I, I I agree with that man i agree with that i don't i didn't think that any performances in this film were particularly that great in fact in most of these monsterverse films i'm i'm annoyed by the fact that human characters take them as much time as they do but i think this film did a better job at Having humans running around doing human stuff and the monsters smashing into each other. There's a good amount of fighting in this film. And oh goodness, it's in the daylight. How exciting is that? Yes, Blake, I agree. It is exciting to see these fights happen in the daytime. Because we never see these fights happen in daytime. They always cover it in smoke and clouds and lightning and rain and all that stuff and if you're going to pay all this money to have big giant monsters on screen, let us see it. it, it I understand it's the cover of the CGI, but I, I don't need it to look like the most realistic thing ever. I just, I want the excitement and the thrall of two larger than life, literally, characters hitting each other. And I want to see it happen. Make it easier to see and the audience will respond more to that. When you cover it in Smoke and Lightning, you're only reminding the audience that like you, they kind of shouldn't be looking at it. No, show off the thing that's the big attraction, the big monsters of this film. Because nobody's coming there for the humans or the characters. The, char- the characters of this film are those people. Take if they obscured Robert Downey Jr. in just kind of like hazy smog throughout the entire Avengers. Why the hell did we pay $20 million to get him in this movie if we're just going to cover him up the whole time? <laughs> you know, Blake, you bring up a lot of good points. And you're also, you're very handsome. No, stop it, you, Blake. Blake, come on, get out of here. You're you're being too nice. No, Blake, you're being too modest. No, no, Blake, you're just too wonderful. Yeah, I'm pretty wonderful, aren't I? Yes, you are. And speaking of wonderful, this film. Oh, yes, back, sorry, back on tangent, everybody. Yeah, no, I, I don't think this film is any, when it comes to humans, it's no better than king of the monsters i think um but i think it's i think that the action is really creative in this film they really did lean into the fact of like okay let's put these monsters let's hit them into let's have them hit each other and some of those fight sequences you see in the trailers like you see the main i think you see a lot of the main set pieces but the stuff they leave out is really exciting a lot of the stuff with kong and how creative he has to be during the fight because he's he does seem to be at a back foot he doesn't it seem as large it doesn't seem as powerful as godzilla is but he's very creative he's more nimble he kind of he's got a better mind about him it seems like and what the main the main thing that surprised me in this film and no no spoiler you're going to want a general review we've transitioned into a no spoiler podcast i really enjoyed a lot of lore and a lot of the universe mythology they built into this film because there's a lot of mythology that kind of They've thrown this, and it's really cool to see that stuff, because it opens the door for kind of new avenues for this franchise to go in that they haven't done before. You know what, Like, You're totally right. And I agree with that, because with this new avenue that they have, they can explore some of the weirder stuff in the, like the older Toho films, even. And I want them to because at this point, they haven't announced a new film. They don't have a new Godzilla or King Kong movie announced. And they're probably waiting to see how this does to announce some more movies. But I want them to keep going because I'm interested in the universe. I want to see more of the kind of lore. Some of the stuff in this is new to to these respective franchises. And it's cool to see that. It's cool that they're actually building upon this stuff and not just kind of copying and taking stuff but some of the stuff they kind of mix like there's a couple things that they're kind of condensing down or they're reverbing for kind of a modern age and i do appreciate that like it's still echoing a lot of the things from those past films but it's it's trying its best to update them um like visually this film is very very reminiscent of some of those older movies like it has some of the same i don't know how to explain it but I don't know, there were a couple shots in here that reminded me of some of the shots in those older films, and maybe that's just a coincidence because there's only so many ways you can film Godzilla and King Kong punching each other, but I was like, I feel like I've seen this shot before, and it feels like it's loving. I agree. Speaking about loving, you're a very loving, appreciative man, and I really appreciate that, Blake. No, Blake, come on, you're at it again. The, the viewers aren't here to hear you gush over me, they're here for the, the King Kong and Godzilla fight, and they're not here for the human romance. They're here for the Monster Fist Romance. That sounds like a great name for a rock band. Yes, it does. Trademark. Copyrighted. Can't take it. One of the things that I didn't enjoy too much about this film is um, it, it, it's rather short. I think it's the shortest of all the MonsterVerse films we see, but it still feels like it, some of the sequences go on like, for just two minutes too long. Like some of the stuff, with the, it's and most of the humans. <laughs> it's mostly the humans. And like I said, they do a better job at keeping the attention and keeping the screen time on the monsters and the stuff on them. But once again, the most interesting stuff in this movie, even character-wise, comes from the monsters. Especially Kong. This is more of a King Kong film than a Godzilla film. Because he gets way more character time, we build more upon him, we see more stuff going on with his... Even though it's called Godzilla versus Kong, I think it should be called Kong versus Godzilla because it's more focused on him as a character. And Godzilla is more of the villain and the antagonist in the film. And it is fun watching Godzilla play the villain again because it's just cool. Like, he's a good villain, he's intimidating. And it's also fun watching for once the humans have a legitimate way to fight back with King Kong, but they also kind of don't because they're not in full control of Kong and. It's it's interesting what they do with, like, the human relationships to the monsters in this film. Especially with Kong and how he has to balance this world of being a titan. But also having these, this relationship with this little girl throughout the movie. And they don't do too much with it. But um, it, it's interesting because th- this franchise of King Kong stuff hasn't had the same stuff as previous King Kong movies. Like, there's no, like, female... You know, I don't want to say female. That's It looks so weird. But, like, there's no there's no woman that he falls in love with and climbs a building with they don't they really do that there were a couple shots in this film where they kind of wreck and go back to that kind of stuff but it was really funny to be like hey i i know this i know this moment i know that yeah yeah there are a couple little shots here and there and like, that's like like i said mentioned earlier there's some shots in here where it's very rem- reminiscent of some of those order of godzilla and king kong films which is cool to see there, there was also some pretty brave choices in this. Like having the battle pretty brightly lit at most times. Even the fight scene that happens at night time it's really brightly lit. Like, like you can pretty much see what's going on the entire time. And it's a brave choice. It's a brave choice that I really appreciate because I just wanted to see them hit each other. And I could actually see them hit each other. And it's not only that too, but some of the general visuals in this film, it's almost Pacific Rim-esque. Like it's covered in like bright neon and like tubes of light and like technology and like touchscreen everything like scenes with the stuff in this almost makes me think that they are willing to do a Pacific Rim crossover because I know they've mentioned that where Del Toro Toro's kind of joked but then they're like no but maybe we will I kind of want at this point because how dumb <laughs> how, how dumb would that be to be actually like hey that thing we joked about we're actually going to do it <laughs> actually going to do it now no Blake I agree and you always make a good point like that I I really appreciate having me on the show for that and yeah they actually end up going with the Pacific Rim crossover because I don't know where else they could go although you kind of have to wonder how that would work really because Pacific Rim's in the future Godzilla and Kong are in the past are the kaiju part of the King Kong Godzilla universe where are they coming from Maybe that, like, Rift is actually, like, some sort of part of the weird... Not to go into spoilers, but there's, like, a... a Spoilers for, like, two minutes. Starting now. They go into the Hollow Earth, and... Would would they, like, try to somehow tie that in, but Pacific Rim is a different universe? I I don't know how it would work. I don't know either, but I I feel like these movies are silly. And whatever silly concept they could come up with would be good enough for me. I, I want to see the kind of creativity there. And personally, I think Del Toro would love to direct a Godzilla film. I think he would just love that beyond his wildest dreams. Yeah, boy, you make a good point. And Del Toro's my favorite director and I think he would really enjoy directing something like that. <laughs> well, how about that? Del Toro's also my favorite director. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, look at that. agreeing on everything. This is awesome yeah man this this is real good i I really enjoy this but um yeah no, i think that wraps up my thoughts i I hope they do another i kind of i don't know where they're going to go with the franchise but whatever they have the door for i'm open for and i even saw this in theaters i saw this in theaters just so i could support the franchise just so i could support and be like i want i want to see more of this i want more of this and also i had like a movie theater gift card that i haven't used in like over a year and a half, so I was just like, I need to use this already before it expires. Oh, how about that? I also used one of those to go see this in theaters. Man, you're awesome. Look at us. Look at this guy. You're, you're so handsome. You're so cute. You such a strong jaw and just perfect chiseled body with nice eyes and luscious look. Anyway, so thank you guys for listening to that. Um, that was our review of kong v godzilla or godzilla v kong i don't know what it's called dawn of the monsters let's call it that dawn of the monsters even though they've already dawned at this point it's like midday of the monsters so thank you for listening um we have an email so if you'd like to email us and tell us all about the your opinions on kong v godzilla no no i know normally this is the point of the show where we do the read this or else but um unfortunately that segment was conceived and thought up by the man who shall not be named and we're not doing that anymore so sorry because of the connections it has to him we're just not comfortable with continuing that on the show so we figured we'd just end the show just kind of right here um we, we want a second segment but we're just not sure what to do um neither one of us has any idea like we we, we, we both come up with an idea but we have the same bad idea it's kind of it's hard sometimes to come up with stuff, but I'm sure one of us and both of us will think of something soon. But thank you guys so much for listening. Um, email us at backontangentpod at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter. Same thing, back at, tangentpod at twitter.com. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel where you can subscribe for just random stuff, mini-sodes, cut content, just little tiny videos here and there usually just segments of the podcast and don't make it on or i cut off because i think they're kind of funny or something like that also called back on tangent not the back on tangent where like two videos no no we have more videos but less subscribers that's just something about our content though so yeah guys thank you so much um as always just keeping you keeping you any any final thoughts blake no, man, no, no, I, I don't really have anything else. Um, I don't really have a Twitter or email or, or a life or friends or people to talk to. And sometimes I think I'm alone in this universe and the earth is just spiraling and the people in my life are living in entire different purposes and, you know, it's hard because you see all the people around you in your life that are going off and doing fantastic things and even the people you thought that you could share fun times with and never forget some of the friends that i used to have i i don't even know the birthdays or the last names anymore and i don't know if that's because i was a bad friend all along or maybe it's because they it didn't really matter you know maybe maybe friendships are meant to end in some way, or the relationships that you build only matter for as long as they're around. And that some things are meant to perish and go away, and, you know, I just I just want, I just want to be... I don't want to be successful, but I want to be okay. And I want to be happy, and I want to make sure that people... That i am able to share my life with the few that remain can also be the same way and you know just feels sometimes like i don't have many people supporting me and that i'm on my own but i also remember all the help i have received and then i feel selfish and almost ungrateful for the people that have been so nice to me i don't know man it's do you think i should just there's a lot of people I've wronged, a lot of people I've been mean to unnecessarily, and it's a lot of mistakes I've made, and I know I shouldn't look back and all that, but if I, if I keep making those mistakes, you know, am I even learning? Am I even getting better? Can I even sit here and think that I'm a better person or a happier person than I was yesterday if I just keep doing the things I know will get me into worse places. Like, I I sit here and I, you know, I have fun times and I hang out with people, but where does it all lead? Where does it go? How much time do I really have to give for myself and to others? I miss my family. So if you enjoyed the show, guys, let's let us know, and uh, thank you for listening. And you all have a good one. Bye.